Help is in the way, Jamie. Great, Scott. I shall need need for speed. Come on, dude. You're a wizard, Harry. Welcome to the When Harry Met Movies podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a birthday special. And if you can guess whose birthday it is, it's the one, the only, Dad, Dad. And my name is Harry, Harry. But yeah. Hi Harry. Hi Dad. How so yes, it's my birthday today. Yeah. It's not when we're recording this, but when no. this gets released, it actually will be my birthday yeah. on that day. So how old are you now? 43 I will be. 43? Jeez. Old enough of a 13 year old. Maybe not old enough of a 14 year old, so watch what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I did. I like so we've decided for my birthday that oh. A, I'm more important than Harry. Um, yeah, we know that. Like yeah. So for my birthday, we are going to do a film that breaks the mould and isn't one from my childhood, but it's just one that I love. So I'm always going to pick a film that we probably will never cover in the main podcast, but will be one that I really like and want. But it'd be quite nice for Harry to watch. So I have picked what I would consider my favourite comedy, which is 2007's Hot, Hot Fuzz. Um. So yeah, yeah that's, that's so. It, it's not from my childhood, but we're gonna watch it anyway. We've watched it anyway. Um, Best one of my favourite films. You, you don't want to spoil the end bit where we discuss it. Yeah, so usually the podcast starts where Harry challenges me to but recap the plot. So I'm gonna challenge Harry yeah. to recap the plot <laughs> of a film, but I'll be kind and give him four sentences. Okay. I am here to tell the story, and I am here for the food. Basically, this cop which has all these achievements. Nick Angel. Yeah, Nick Angel. Thank you. He gets moved to this town, but the town's not as like bright as it seems, and like people are like dying, mm-hmm. like like randomly, and with his friend, what's his friend called? Um, I, I try not to stop. Danny. Butterman, I think it is. Dan, Danny Butterman, they think they solved the mystery of the town. No, yeah, the mystery of the murders, there you go. That's quite good, that wasn't pre-planned, so that's quite interesting that you, we both No, thought. I knew you were going to do something like that, so I was like, yeah. so am I going to tell you the quiz? Well, no, because you haven't wrote a quiz, I guess. Oh, God! I can find you. Pop quiz, hotshot. There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes 50 miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below 50, it blows up. What do you do? What do you do? Um, so, Hot Fuss is about police officers. And we've watched a few films that have got police officers in. Or lawmen in, at least. What lawmen? People that uphold the law. Oh. So I'm going to give you the name of a police officer, and you. And do you want me to give you a name of a film? So you've got to match them up. Yes. Okay. Will be films which has just been on the podcast. Yes. Okay. So do you think you still need the film? Yeah, because I won't remember half of them. Okay. So the films <laughs> are Die Hard. Masters of the Universe, Batman, 
Speed. Speed. And Kindergarten Cup. Okay. Okay. So yeah. the names are Kimball. Jack Traven. I don't remember. Detective Gordon. John McLean. And Detective Lubick. So you've got Kimball, Traven, Gordon, McLean, Lubick. And the films are Batman, Die Hard, Massive Universe, Speed, and Kindergarten Cop. I don't remember anything about police. Which which famous police officer in Batman? Commissioner Gordon. So one of them's Gordon, so very first one. Hey, what? There's no Commissioner Gordon. He was actually a detective at this point, so Detective Gordon. Oh, so what? So is it Kimball then? No. The detective is called Detective Gordon. Oh. And Batman's the film. So there's your first one. Okay. So you've got Kimball, Traven, McLean, Lubick, and the films are Massive Universe, Die Hard, Speed, and Kindergarten Cop. I feel like Kimball from Master of the Universe. I don't know why. Why do you put Master of the Universe? I can't. It's the bald cop. It turns up and his half his police car gets ripped apart when he trans. They move to. Is it Kimball? No. Okay. So it's not that one. So that's not Masters of the Universe. So for Masters of the Universe, you've got a choice of Travin, McLean. McLean. No. Okay. So you've got Travin or Lubick from Masters of the Universe. Lubick? Yes. What? What kind of name is that? Officer Lubick. You got, so now you've got Jack Travin, Kimball and John McLean and the films are... John McLean. Speed. Speed. Kindergarten Cop and Die Hard. John Clamburn, Speed. John McLean? Yeah. No, it's Die Hard. <laughs> okay, Die Hard, got it. you got Jack Travin, Kimball and the films are Speed and Kindergarten Cop. What was it? Kimball, Speed, no. Yeah, please. No. Okay, so speed is Keanu Reeves and Kindergarten Cop is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Was Arnold Schwarzenegger called Jack Traven or was he called Kimball? Kimball. So he was Kindergarten Cop. Okay. Struggled with that quiz. Yeah, because I don't remember half. I remember the main story, not the police officers. Well, I just had to mix it up. Some quizzes you do well, some quizzes you don't. Sorry to interrupt this week's episode, but this week we are sponsored by Newsly, which is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the whole web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topics as specific as you like, from sports, science, to movies, to the Kardashians, anything you like. It'll find you the best articles and read them to you aloud. And we have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, When Harry Met Movies, is there too. I start using it as my main default podcast app. It's much easier. So download and use Newsly for a free net from now at www.newsly.me or follow the link in the description of this episode, you have a pro- and you have a promo code Harry Movies, and it allows you to get a three months premium pres- subscription. Personally, this app is great for Harry because of his yeah. dyslexia, and it allows him to 
basically read articles on my web, but you might not have been able to. So, as far as a sponsor and an app, yeah. this is one that our little podcast can get behind, isn't it? Yes. Thank you very much. Bye. Now back to the episode. So, you said we won't need a part of questions for this. No, 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 no. Which means you've got a lot to talk about, so go I for it. I literally love this one to bits. I love the story. Because basically, there's this weird, you think, there's this one person in this way of killing these people. But, and also, like, the, there's, like, these, there's the two detectives which are really mean to the main people. Also, there's these, there's something called the Neighbourhood Watch. And you find out at the very end, that, spoiler, if you haven't seen the film, go watch it, or else I will not be happy with you. That the neighborhood watch is the one which is killing everyone. And it's just really interesting how, and the main police chief is the one behind it. And our main cop runs away, doesn't he? And he come, and basically his friend shows him like film, doesn't he? And he comes back with like, but in, earlier, the two detectives said about like, oh, every farmer and the mum has a shot a gun, and when he comes back with like all these guns and like really bad ass, there's gonna be a lot of swearing because a lot of the lines had swearing in it. He literally his, his grandma just pulls out a gun and he just runs and drop kicks her, and I loved, I laughed my head off at that because I did really enjoy it. I do like just how like he he thinks he's gonna have this like really nice like event like epic adventure. So he got like shot in the hand, stabbed in the hand, didn't they? The hand's stiff. But the first mission he has with his, with his new friend is to rescue a goose, or is it a swan? I think it's a swan, isn't it? A swan. <laughs> What's weird, the swan is like a reincarnate joke. And so, it, just, just in a stuff you have a swan. This is one of my, you've said an awful lot, by the way. This is one of my favourite moments of a film. So, why I love this film is it plays on the, one of the genres I loved in the 90s, which is the action film. Obviously, it touches on Bad Boys, Bad Boys 2, it touches on Hot Fuzz, and Hot oh, Fuzz, um, Point Break. But to me, it's like Speed, Die Hard, all that is all in this film. There's loads of little nods and stuff. But one of the funniest moments, and I don't watch this film a lot, it's on ITV2 famously all the time. I don't watch this film a lot because I don't want to spoil it and stop laughing at the bits. And that bit where they go after the swan. Yeah. <laughs> Even now I'm laughing and and Nick Frost character's going <laughs> to try and call the swan. Yeah. Just has me creasing up every time. I think it's so funny. Yeah. And it's just the layers of the jokes, like you say, with swan. Yeah. Early on it's like a throwaway thing they got because it's just little village, there's no real cases, and they're going out, they've got to find a lost swan. And then, and like, later on they're in the shop, and she goes, did you manage to find the swan? And he's like, it's just one swan, actually. And it's just like little bits, but then, like you say, at the very end... The swan basically saves the day. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're driving away, and then the swan appears, so you have to turn to not hit it, and they just fall. So the swan's the true hero, it does. It is, but there's, like, loads of little jokes, like the two Andes, but these two detectives that... Yeah. Like CID or whatever, sort of above Nick in a way. They uh, they say they say to him like, oh, if you want to be a big cop in a in a little town, when you fuck off to the to the model village, yeah, just and you just swearing. and you just think it's like a joke, but then later on you discover there is actually a model village that lives just yeah. just just down the road. There will be a lot of swearing in this episode. 
It'll be a lot of swearing, it just happens. There's a lot of the lines and a lot of swear words in it. But I do like the ending a lot because like they you find that there's cult, he comes back as a badass. The the chief which is played by the actor who's played Slughorn, he's like you got this like they have all this swap thing, but he switches on them and then he shoots the champlain. But what's really cool, this is not like a met you would think with all these guns it'll be American film, wouldn't you? But it's actually based in Britain, isn't it? The Britain, yeah. and it's weird seeing Britain people with guns. Well, this is a point with the director. So we have, you haven't seen it yet, but Shaun of the Dead takes a zombie film, puts it in Britain, and puts it in Britain, which usually doesn't happen, but puts it in like what would happen with normal people. And I can't wait to watch it. And which one's better, this one or Shaun of the Dead? Some people say Shaun of the Dead. I, I prefer this, but there's it's a flip of a coin between them. But there is a third called uh, World's End, which I'm not as much of a fan of. I'm not saying it's not good. I just it doesn't hit the same way as he used to. Yeah, but I just love this film because I'm in this supermarket, aren't they? And like these butchers, they soft throw knives, and they one of them hits like the tomato sauce. So one of the Andes like look like they, like, they got hit. And then the other Andy just starts going like all crazy. And it was like, oh my god. Oh, the bolognese hits Yeah, him. and I was like, oh. Because it's like, it's like this, it's like this sweet spot. And it's just like, oh. And like, they, like the employees start like getting baskets and sort of chucking stuff at them. And they're just like charging. And it's like, what is this film? Like, is this like, how much did this make to... Well, it has a it has a pretty good cast in it. Though. It does with such on it, so it's got. It's got. Obviously, it's got Simon Pegg, who's probably the more. I'm Simon Pegg, Nick Frost. Simon Pegg's in a bigger career, so he's in Star Trek, he's in the Mission Impossible yeah. films and stuff like that. Um, Slughorn. But yeah, it's got Jim Broadbent who plays Slughorn yeah. in the Harry Potter films, but he's like a really massively famous British actor. Yeah. It's got. Um, Martin Freeman, who went on to Sherlock and played Bilbo in the Hobbit films. It's got um, Bill Nye, who plays... No, Bill Nye is in Love Actually. He's in the Harry Potter films later on. He plays for Minister of Magic, the new one at the end. Um, it's got... Oh, you're about... It's oh, What's his name? Uh, Steve Coogan, who plays one of the police officers. He becomes... He's in Nightmare Museum. He plays like the, um, the Romans, like emperor type guy, doesn't he? Yeah, oh, I love him. Um, there's loads of yeah, all his own. And just thinking about how much this film would have made to cost you, I think they can just build probably, and it's it's using ICTV two, and it's like so funny, just how like they get drunk and then they go watch films. And it's just like how this like it slowly builds up. Like they have this performance, and then they get the heads chopped off and put in the road. And how would they lose your head if you're in a car crash? Have they not thought about that. Right. Yeah. That's it. Well, there's a sign, isn't there? They like the signs cut the heads off. We're going very back and forth throughout this film, but it's just it's I always find that films that we really enjoy, this is what happens. We we jump around a lot. Yeah. And um, there is just like so many like little cool lines like. Obviously, he rests when Nick, Nicholas and Angel yeah. first ju- comes to the village. He arrests Danny because yeah. he's drunk and he drives his car, 
and he puts him in jail and the next morning when he goes to the cell and opens the cell he's not in there and he's like he's escaped where's his prisoner and then yeah. Danny just leans leans from behind him and goes who's escaped and he's like and he turns around and he's like you have what are you doing and he's stood in the police uniform what are you doing in a yeah. uniform yeah. it turns out Danny's a police officer yeah. and he's also the constable's son And um, he's also the constable's son, and it's like, oh, don't worry, he's going to be punished. And he has to bring in, he has to bring in ice cream for yeah. his punishment. But there, and then he's like, and Nicholas and just like, oh, why is he all, why is everyone eating cake? And he's like, oh, that's because Danny forgot to bring his helmet for a week, so that's his punishment. And it's like an ongoing thing that yeah. whenever something goes wrong, like instead of giving them proper punishments, police officers basically do loads of things wrong. Is they get. Um, they have no evidence. But no, they just make a, they kind of just turn a blind eye to everything that's happening in the village. Yeah. But it's, just, it's just funny because it's just. Yeah. I do love though how like they have no evidence when they go to the farms. Man, like they can understand them, but he can't. Like he grunts. And um, but then like they come back with like all these gums of semi, and if, and the semi is not active, but then it plays a part in the end. Look, cause it like it blows up, and you think Danny dies, and then you see a grave, and it has his last name, but not his first name, and it's actually his mum. So it's like, what? You go like it's just so cool. Yeah, it is. It's like oh. the thing is, there's, there's visual jokes. There's like the the famous scene, which is like where they go and do a shortcut over the, the garden. And he's like, what's up, Danny? Have you never done a shortcut? And he jumps over the fence, he's like, really coolly. And, then, and he just, like, plows through them. And Danny just tries to jump the first one and just falls through it. Yeah. And then, like, rolls over the second one, sort of thing. So there's things like that. And then there's, like, really obvious jokes where it's, like, a, a funny joke. And then there's, like, like you say, like, the, the swan thing where it's a layered thing or... And like the sea mine and stuff. Yeah, or, like, the bit where they say, oh, this is the country, everyone, and the mum's got a gun. And then at the end... The farmer's got a gun and so is his mum. No, no, he just drops it, so. Yeah, and he runs and drops kicks. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean, there's just like loads of little... It's like the bit they build up the jokes. Which is, we've touched on this before, when we, I think when we did Who Framed Roger Rabbit, we said, oh, some of the funniest jokes are the ones that you think it's a joke at one point, but actually the joke's played off like two or three scenes later or however long later. It's and Hot Fuzz is full of them. The, um, what's the ice cream called they have? The ice cream. Uh, so basically, this is part of what's called the Cornetto Trilogy. Now, what it is, is in, in Shaun of Dead, which is the first one, Sean says to him, do you want anything from a shop? And he says, yeah, Cornetto. Yeah. And he brings him back a Cornetto. What flavour is it? I think it's strawberry in the first one. And, um, in so, and then in this one, he goes to the shop and he has a Cornetto. Yeah, what so it became... Vanilla. Vanilla. What about the last one? Mint chocolate chip. So it became like a thing that after the second one they realised it was Cornetto and both of them. So the fans basically said that the they, they re- renamed it basically the Cornetto Trilogy saying that's yeah. what this I is. I can't wait to watch the zombie one. If it is as funny as this. It is. Does it have the same layer jokes? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to have to watch that at some point tonight. That's the night one of my next video. I might save it. Oh, come on! Year. No! No, it is, it is really good. 
I just I think there's maybe it's just because horror isn't my genre, whereas action films probably are more. But like it is. Like, but I love this like, more. Because like yeah, just because. Is the horror one? Is it? Is it scary? No, this is the thing. So, this is not taking the mick out of action films. It plays this homage to them. So, like you said, it basically takes the whole gunfights and stuff that you get in a big Hollywood action oh, film oh, and puts it in a, a small, yeah. small UK village. And so, like, there's still all the guns and there's still like the, yeah. the jumping through the air, shooting two guns and yeah. um, stuff like that. And Shaun of the Dead is the exact same, but with mm. horror. Yeah. So it's still still scary bits in it. Yeah. But it's funny as well. Yeah. And it's like it's if this happened in in a town in England, how would the people cope? Because they don't they don't have guns. Yeah. It's not like this where there's a big armory at the police station they don't have guns, so it's like, well how would they deal with it? What would they use to fight the, to fight with a teapot. So it's it's just the same sort of thing. Because in this like you haven't seen the films yet, but bad boys and Point Break, which is the team they mainly reference, there's a lot of scenes where the shot for shot done the same. So there's a bit where there's a helicopter flies over to them and it's filmed from below them and the wind's flapping in their faces. Yeah. That's a very famous scene for yeah. Bad Boys, that's how it films. Um, and there's a bit where his dad jumps over a fence or something. Yeah. And Danny lies on his back and shoots a gun up into the air yeah. in anger. And that happens in Point Break where the good guy does that and the villain escapes. So there's a lot of little... Yeah, I do like it, because this is a joke which I forgot about, but they, no, it's not a joke, but it's like a plot point. They said that, what about, he's like, what, when I'm like, what about that man, he's like, does that man have, he's got a very big cave, what, it's not even that cold outside. And at the end, like, because they all know, he knows that they're all part of the, um, the, the cold, they, they pull out, like, like he says, he says, "Why is he wearing yeah. that big jacket? What's he got underneath the jacket?" And then, like the woman, which was on the bike, she like opens the basket, pulls out like two guns, and she's just like running, shooting, and it gets all the kids to spoil the cameras, and then they chase up because there's only one kid allowed in the shop, and they're all just running, and it's just like beep 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 beep. beep. I'm like, I like yeah, you could tell that this making fun of not making fun, but. Like some of the action scenes in it is like I say it's better than some action films I've seen. It is. That's the thing. That's what makes it. That's why it works. I think. Yeah. Because if it was just action, if it was taking the mick out of action films, it wouldn't be funny. So what it does is the action scenes are twisted. So like like you say like when they're in the supermarket yeah. and they're getting shot up by the butchers, and one of them hits. The, the bolognese <laughs> and it goes all over one of the Andy's faces and he's like ah and the other one starts losing it and starts shooting he's like no no Andy don't worry it's just bolognese <laughs> but, but the scene that's like what would happen in an action film but at the same time the moment's funny but the action is real we mentioned the deaths or something yeah some quite gruesome deaths like the bit where the church steeple falls through the guy's head yeah, and the one they get the heads chopped off because they, I think because this is older man to younger woman, they all love each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like weird. Yeah, and then like of course they die, and then like what this this man's he gets drunk and he, his health explodes. But it's really weird, is like you you like there must only be one because like he's like we know the church and roof needs repair, so that makes them it that makes explain why it can be easily put. But then you see go back and you see like seven people pushing it. 
and then like you see how like just the then there's one which explodes and you see them all setting it up and then you see the one where you see the woman like one of them shoots like a like, she was moving away wasn't she and they shoot the what was it? The scissors, scissors. like the, yeah. the, Prune, yeah. the pruning scissors. Thing. And that's the most glorious death, I would say. But then on that one where he, because one of them gets a cut leg, doesn't he? Yeah. But that one hides and another one runs off. Yeah. So he gets confused which one it is, so when he actually finds, because he thinks it's the supermarket owner, yeah, he's not got the cut because it wasn't him that got his leg cut, he was one of the other ones. I think, I, I got confused too, because I thought it was because he said like, what secret? If we back, if you had what secret for BBB? I was like, well, that's it. All the up. all these people are all involved, but it it makes it so they point to one person to make you think it's that yeah. person. But actually, so as for people who wrote it and that, they've made it so that you're thinking it's purposely mm. one person, but actually, it's a group. I do, I do like this is a bit of one, but when he brings all these people, and one just has a cone in the head, I'm like, what? What have you kids been doing? <laughs> What, um, but it's sad as you find that kid dead. Oh, when you arrest all the kids yeah. at the beginning. Then it's sad when you find all the, the, the gypsies underneath them and stuff, and like, there's a dead dog, there's like a skeleton, and then like these dead kids and stuff, and the rats are eating it, you're like. Yeah, because they kill everybody, basically, it's going to tarnish your village's reputation. And it's like, that's just a that was from that, but that was the thing which I got scared most of. It's like, no, no, no. Who's your favourite character? Oh, don't do this to me. I can't pick one. I can. Who? Mine's Danny. I like Nick yeah. Frost's character, Danny. It's Danny, it's the main cop, it's the two Andes. Because I think Danny's... The main cop's brilliant, but... I really like Nick Frost as, a, as an actor who plays him. I, I think he's brilliant. But I think this is one of those roles where it's the subtle things he does. Yeah. Um, like I said, just like the bits like when he's meant to be in a prison cell and he just sticks his head out around and goes, who's missing? Who's missing? And it's, or like in the background when, before that when he was the first in the pub and Nick Angle's like at the counter and he's talking to the, the landlord and stuff and Nick Frost is behind, Nick, Danny's behind him drinking and you can see him slowly getting more and more drunk. Yeah. And you know, so that when you actually see him go, to a car, yeah. you actually know that's that how drunk he actually is, and there's no yeah. way. But I do like uh, how uh, he's just like I love the two Andrews. I love the final battle because like the the shopkeeper gets his head like impaled, doesn't he? But he's still alive somehow. Don't get that. Just how it is. I do like I do like because he tries to kill kid and the kid's just like I I think that kid might need some therapy, honestly. He got, he got a gun point to his head and he just saw a man get... I thought of another scene, like, I like the scene when he goes to, to the school. Oh, yeah. And he's like, has anyone any questions? And it pans out to the kids. And Danny's at the end and he's put his hand up and he's yeah. like, is it true that you can, there's a point in a man's skull where you can shoot it and it just explodes? Like, you, you start falling in love with him. Yeah, because like when he's walking down the street with him and he's like, you've been in high car, uh, uh, fast car pursuits or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, Yes, and he's like, you ever jump through the air by shooting two guns? And he's like, no. He goes, you ever jump through the air by shooting one gun? And he's like, no. <laughs> and he's just reciting all his films, like things he's seen in films. When he gets, because he, he can move, he's moved into his house a while ago, but he won't move. There's all his boxes are unpacked. Yeah, but I was like, 
Also, if you if we if we were doing a question, what character looks like you? I'll pick Danny because he opens up and he has all these movies. <coughs> so he's most like me. Yeah. See, now I'd say he's most like you. I don't have that many movies. No, but you're. He's quite innocent. Yeah, true. Because he he doesn't see that his dad and all the people in the village are doing yeah. all this stuff. It's Nick Angle coming in that sees that. Yeah. And he's he's oblivious to it all. He didn't realise that's what they were doing. Yeah. Um. So that's why I would say you're most like him because he... And this flower pot, he smashes it for sacrifice, his plant. Oh, it's peace lily. Yeah. I'd get a peace lily. What's that one? Well, you want one? Yeah. You want everything, Harry. A peace lily's cool. But he shatters it and it's very sad. So... Shall we discuss what we're going to rate this? Oh, you go first. No, you can go first. Five. You're giving it five? Yeah, it's one of my favourite films. It's one of the best comedy, and it's one of the best action films. It's not a perfect film, but the story is a perfect... Then you shouldn't be giving it a five. What? If you don't think it's a perfect film. I don't Yeah, I don't think it's the best film I've made, but like, we don't bend, rate on if it's the best film. We rate on like, the story and all that. Okay, I'll give it a 4.9. There you are. Don't have to, you can give it a five, it's your rating. No, I'll sure, give it a four point five. No, it's up there with one of the greats, but not one of the best I've seen. I'm going the same as you. Yeah. I think it's close oh. to being perfect and not I don't really know what you changed, but I'm not it's not in for me it's not in the same category as say a Mrs. Doubtfire or mm. Muppet's Christmas Carol or Terminator Two or We give too much in Fire Five. Mm. Yeah. Or do you know what? Actually, I'm changing that. What? For me, it is. Hot Fuzz. Yeah, it's five star films. Yeah, I'm giving it five to it, five to Oh, so you're changing as well? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it. It's up there with two and two. I'm just thinking, I don't know what I'd change. Street corner quiet. So we've, I've picked a five star film for my birthday. Yeah. Is there any questions you want to ask me? You never ask me any questions. Um, what made you get into movies? Oh, um, I don't think you you made it. I just it's like some of my my earliest memories are all about films. Okay, what was the first film you ever watched which you can remember? Return of the Jedi. Really? Okay. It's the only um, film I ever cried at, as we've discussed on another podcast. Yeah. It's just, it's the film where I must have seen the others because I knew the story, but I it's a bit so I came out in like eighty three, eighty four, so I'd have been four or five, so I can't really recall anything before that. And I must have seen the others because I knew the story and understood it. Yeah. So I'm not saying I didn't see the others, but it's a, it's definitely the first film I remember yeah. seeing at the cinema. What is your favourite episode on the podcast? Um, the Batman one's always going to be a good one. Because um, it was the first one where I realised where you were so engaged with a film that you just, just didn't stop talking. Um, I enjoyed... Drop Dead Fred, because again it was a film that you were. It sounds weird, our worst rated film, which was Beetlejuice. I enjoyed that because I had. I've always felt like that about Beetlejuice, and it's interesting that you felt the same. Um, and also, I was quite impressed with some of the comments you made about it and how yeah. mature it was. Um, yeah. Other ones I've enjoyed. I enjoyed. Mr. Yeah, when we redid it. Um, enjoyed all the ones with guests, I enjoy having my guests on. Yeah. Um, 
not necessarily for the films, just for the guests themselves. I enjoy chatting to other people. Um, yeah. What's the other one? Thanks for listening. There you go. You got a positive review. There was one recently. I'm trying to think what it was. Is it all? It was Planes, Trains and Automobiles are Uncle Buck I enjoyed because it was the one where you were just crazy at the beginning and you were like, made comedy. It sounds like you're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't remember what the film was. It was, uh, it was definitely a John Candy film. Maybe it's just John Candy films that make you like that. Um, what if you could pick one thing from any film we've done? What would it be? To to have. Yeah. So like, it's not going to be like Bruce's millions, is it? I can't have all of his money. No, no. So it has to be like an an, an item. Yeah, you can pick four items. There you go. I'll make it easy. Um. I don't know. If you could pick something out of Hot Fuzz, what would you want? I'll pick out one of the top, that, top four favourite films. I'd quite like the house from Mrs. Doubtfire that they have. Okay, that's one. Nice. Um, Intense thinking. <laughs> can I have Gonzo from The Muppets? Yes. Um, it can be nice. Like- Terminator 2, I would quite like the weapons cachet that they have. No reason. What, what? Or robot. I quite like a robot. Yeah, okay, okay. That's free. That's free. You've got um, two more, Dad. So from Hot Fuzz. What would I have from Hot Fuzz? You've got two more. Can I be friends with Danny? Yes. There you go. That's What's your last one? Give me five. You said four. Oh. There you go. Five would be a lightsaber, wouldn't it? You, okay. Or a wand. Okay, there you go. Like a real one. Oh, God. A wand would be quite cool, I think. You have yeah, but a real one. As much as a lightsaber would be cool, I don't know what you'd do with it, but a wand you could still do stuff, you couldn't you? Do, do you know I mean? Like, I always say this, like, when people say, oh, what superpower would you have? Well, in this world, play. what would you do with superpower? Hi. Unless you were going to be a superhero, what were you going to do? So, if you could, I don't know, shoot, shoot laser beams from... I can usually make popcorn. What would you do with it? Make like, if you, you know, like, Wolverine's indestructible, what would you do with that? It means you'd be got um, Wubby. Exactly, but do you mean in a bigger term, what what would you do with that? So I've always said, like, teleportation would be quite useful because you can just go around the world wherever you want. Or being able to read people's minds would be quite good. Because you could play poker and be really good at it. So you could earn money or whatever. So do you know what I mean? There's, there's things like that, I always think. And it's the same with, like, items from yeah. films. Or, you know, it'd be great to have a Batmobile, but what are you really going to do with it? Sell it and be a millionaire. There you go. But thank you for doing this with me for my birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Hello, David. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.